Welcome back, one and all, to the Speedy Arrowcast. Uh, I am your host, Dan Morin, and for this very special episode of the Arrowcast, I am joined by two very special guests <laughs> who are never here on other <laughs> occasions. John Moltz. Uh, thank you, it's nice to be here. And, of course, Guy English. Hello. And uh, we're here for one singular purpose, one very important purpose, to wrap up our coverage of Season 1 of Arrow. For those of you who have been uh, reading along with us, we have been doing flashback (laughs) episodes covering the entirety of Season 1. And in this week's installment, we've got an extra special episode because we are covering the last three episodes of Season 1, respectively, The Undertaking, Darkness on the Edge of Town, and Sacrifice. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> Sacrifice parentheses of Tommy. <laughs> hey, we didn't close parentheses. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, I can't reach my bell. It's too far away. Um, so, without any further ado, let's kick things off with our recap. Well, wait, okay. Do you of all, uh, oh, so we do with we some do have further a, we ado. Have a, we have a very singular purpose with a few tertiary purposes. Oh, okay. Do we have secondary purposes or we just go straight from primary to tertiary? <laughs> uh, well, I'll get, whatever. Let's go to the chart. Yeah. Let's, go to- <laughs> Let's go to the videotape. Bob, run the, run the tape. Anyway, the presenting sponsor of the Speedy Auto Cast is Unidac Industries. Since 1975, <laughs> Unidac Industries has been at the forefront of reshaping our world. Brilliant scientists and genius engineers leave no stone unturned in our mission to bring the future down to earth unidac industries groundbreaking technology so our thanks to unidac industries for sponsoring this final a division episode. of queen um, consolidated if you go to unidac.com yeah. slash speedy arrowcast and you enter offer code <laughs> you offer, can code get under, offer code undertaking <laughs> you can get 20 percent off, off. An earthquake free machine. shipping. I mean, actually, I should have gone with you. You buy one, you get another one free. <laughs> oh, yes. That's perfect. That's how we got that one. Anyway, don't make fun of the sponsors, guys. Sorry. I mean, they, no, we're very, very huge. Big bucks. He, Malcolm Merlin is a huge podcast listener. Yeah, we are very big fans. <laughs> you just know that. It's all those flights back and forth to... um to not a, a panda not not a yeah. Uh, yeah, because with a 40-minute episode of uh, this show can take you pretty much all the way from Star City to Pan and Arbat. Yeah, that's that's Because <laughs> it's not that far. Yeah, it's, it's a short trip. It's a short trip. It's just an hour. Um, anyway, with that out of the way, let's go. Was, let's was there okay. further ado to go along with this? Uh, <laughs> well, it's gonna. It's a bit of a bring down. We have a, we but... have a mid-roll, we have a mid-roll for, for Big Belly Burger. But oh, okay, let's, we're yeah, gonna, well, we'll, let's, let's, uh, we'll slot that in a little, a little later. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I believe we're going to kick this off with our recap of The Undertaking, uh, and I believe that that is going to be brought to you by one of <laughs> I hope it's you. I hope it's me, because I don't have notes on either of the other ones. <laughs> I was scrolling back through my text history, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> it's me. Let's uh, just say it's that. It's John. John and, is going to give and, us... And if you guys don't have notes on the other ones, you can watch them while I... Watch one <laughs> yeah. of the other ones while I do. Yeah. You guys That's work what I do during guys' recaps. While, I watch the episode. Because <laughs> be, okay. it's as okay. long as the episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, John, take it away. Okay, so uh, the hood takes a laptop from an accountant, uh, which is similar to taking candy from a baby. Uh, Felicity hacks into the laptop and finds a payment for the kidnapping of Walter, setting up their sort of uh, one of one of several Ocean's uh, Eleven type situations that we get in these episodes. Um, Felicity tries to patch things up between Oliver and Diggle. Laurel visits Tommy in his office, which appears to be a redressed Queen Consolidated hallway, (laughs) and he tells her that Oliver is still in love with her. Malcolm tells Moira that the bomb thing is ready. Felicity goes into the kidnapper's casino, who they track back to, and gets caught counting cards, as is the plan. She plants uh, the buggy thingy that they were trying to plant, but... um, the the bad guy figures out she was working with someone else, and so uh, Oliver has to bust in and also bust heads. And then he yells at the bad guy until he tells him incorrectly that Walter is dead. He uh, goes and tells Moira and Thea that, and Moira storms out to see Malcolm, because Malcolm had promised not to kill him. And uh, Malcolm did not kill him, so he shows her that he's alive. Oliver just happens to be listening in and uh, has sort of figured out some some pieces of, the, of this puzzle. Oliver uh, parachutes into the place from something <laughs> <laughs> where Walter's being held. Uh, fight, fight, fight. And Oliver frees Walter. Laurel shows up at the hospital and tells Oliver what Tommy said. Oliver tells her it's true, and Laurel does Laurel, uh, you know, shocked face. And then uh, Oliver goes and makes up with Diggle. In the flashback, uh, we get a, a lovely flashback, because it's not on the island, and to the meeting between Malcolm, Frank, and Robert that sets up the undertaking. After the meeting, uh, Malcolm recounts the story uh, of hearing about his wife's death to Robert, um, and of course this is all, some of this is later retconned. Robert tells Moira about the incident where he actually, ac- accidentally mm-hmm. killed the councilman, which I hadn't remembered that, that I was part. I hadn't either. That, that yeah. was yeah. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. And Turns out uh, the writers did a better job than we did. That's why I've loosened, I've loosened Berlanti's ropes today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he conspires with Frank to buy up the rest of the property in the Glades, um, which uh, explains the reason for the trip to, the, to uh, on the Queen's Gambit to China because they are going to drum up um, some capital from China. Laurel present, uh, Laurel pressures Oliver to move in together, um, and they're so young. Oliver gets on the Queen's Gambit with Sarah, and before he does, Laurel gives him the picture of her that he will keep for 9,000 years. Turns out uh, Frank is in on the plot to blow up the boat, Bad Frank. I guess that makes us feel a little bit better about Moira. I was getting just killed. thinking it is a little mediating in terms of uh, Moira essentially leaving him out to dry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I had a number of little catches here. You you picked up the big one, which is that Robert cops to the accident that yeah. involves the murder of the city councilman, who basically yeah. wanted he wanted a bribe. Um, right. And yeah. that's how he specifically says that he fell, which we see happening. And yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, Fine. I mean, yeah, it actually worked. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. only, my, my one thought about in rewatching this was, man, it would have been kind of interesting if that guy's son had been Adrian Chase. Like yeah. Yeah. that would have yeah, felt right. like a little even tighter connection there. I feel like, mm-hmm. um, but it is, yeah. it is interesting because that is, I mean, it's not just a thing that we've never heard of before. There are a number of things I caught in rewatching this first season that I felt like, actually were planted earlier on 
like Oliver talks in the few episodes ago, we have Oliver talking about how he used to help his dad um, when his dad was flying the planes. Mm-hmm. And obviously oh, the yeah, pilot yeah. thing comes up later and we see his dad flying him later on too. Um, so there's a nice little... Like, Did you pick up um, one of the things that Malcolm says to Moira? Uh, yeah, we'll always have a connection. We'll always yes, have a connection. Yes. Great yeah. foreshadowing and I it meant, there. Because, you know, the undertakings kind of bonds you and he's killed her husband but uh <laughs> but there's something else but oh, there's yeah. like yeah and that explains a lot of his um fondness his, for her, inherent their interactions. trust in, yes. in moira right like he can't imagine that she would go it, against him it seems clear from early on that the writers knew that that was a thing that was a going thing. to be revealed yeah. that it was not just uh a plot point to drop in later um, mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I had that written down because I thought that was impressive that they had dropped that here. Um, yeah, yeah, either they knew or they had the foresight to just drop little things that they could pick up later. I think they knew. I think they knew that they're yeah. like, because like you said, trying to figure out why these two characters are still, you know, friendly with each other despite everything that's passed, like that is, that yeah, is a hard a argument. Together, so it's- yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it right, makes more right. sense if you know, like, in yeah. retrospect, it makes more sense because we know that they did have an effect. Although, coming up in the final episode, uh, Malcolm threatens to kill Moira and Thea yeah. as, he's killing, as he's killing Ali. True. But, but it could, could be just a, be to make him bluff. feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> could, just, <laughs> could just be to rub it in his face and he's failed. Like, so, yeah. yeah. There were a couple other things I noted here that I think were interesting. Um, these are more like little jokes. One, um, in the flashback, Laurel uh, is trying to convince Ollie to move in together and says that their friend Ray asked their friend Gene to move in, which seems oh, like a Ray Palmer Gene nice. Loring reference, which yeah. obviously makes no sense because uh, later on, both of those characters appear in totally different ways. Um, but I think they didn't know at that point that they were going to do... Wait, where does uh, Jean Loring Isn't appear? she, um, she's Moira's lawyer next season, isn't she? Oh. I think huh. she is. Um, I think they repurposed that character. Oh, maybe. Okay. Man, anyway, I am not, cool. I am not as neck deep in DC lore as you are. <laughs> um, Marvel, you know, talk to me about Marvel. No, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, uh, she is, uh, Moira's attorney next season when Moira is, has been arrested for the undertaking. Okay. Um, she's played that, by, that was, that uh, was Ray Palmer's wife from, in the comics. Uh, right. Yeah. She's played by Terrell Rothery from Stargate. Yes. That's, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was getting her confused with, um, 26 of 89 there. Uh, what's her name? Oh, uh, uh, Jerry Ryan. Thank you. Yes. Who I like oh, yeah. a lot. And I'm, I'm really sorry. I forgot her name. Um, but that was interesting. Who also, who also appears in this show? That's yeah, true. exactly. That, that's on, why yeah. I, that's why I was getting her confused, okay. except I think she gets, no, no, she escapes. She no, she, yeah, she was running, too. she was running for mayor. Right. Yeah, and, and then she decided yeah, not she died. do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, in the flashback with Robert and Moira, uh, they make a mention of another Ted Cord fundraiser. Um, so, uh, a blue beetle reference to court industries comes up a bunch, uh, in the show. Oh but, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. It was nice that they I dropped. knew that was something and I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, the other two things were when, uh, Felicity is questioned and asked what her name is. She says, Megan, which as we know is her middle name. <laughs> so we joked a few episodes ago about how that never comes up again, but it actually does, <laughs> which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And these then, guys earn their paycheck, turns out. Oh, yeah, they, uh, the they're, they're paying a lot of attention. But this brings me to my other point, which John sort of obliquely referenced in his recap there. You say Oliver jumps out of something. You can see a plane in the in the oh is show. okay again but again who, watching it on an ipad man, and not who the hell is flying <laughs> <laughs> because he's not going to show up in full vigilante get up and be like right. oh, i need to borrow right. your plane like, maybe he just ditched maybe he just let it go i thought about that i thought it'd be hilarious if there was an explosion <laughs> just like crashes it, it crashes Whatever. it into a building it's blood haven. crashes it into the glades would yeah. be perfect <laughs> it's, blood, it's blood haven it's blood haven <laughs> just takes out a tenement in the glades yeah Zully. good work Speaking of tenements, is that place that he busts into supposed to be a tenement or something? I think so. I think it's supposed to be a... Uh, oh, man. It's, what is it What's it that seems movie? like sort of... It looks like more like a fortress sort of thing, but, you know, like... It, they but say it's, it's, well, it's a tenement but, that's been turned into a fortress, is my... Because yeah, it's all low-lying yeah, so, buildings But, like, at one point in the fight in the fight scene in the hallway, which is which is a nice a really fight scene. Fight it's, scene no, yeah. it's no Daredevil, but it's... But it's um, well, wait. But it's okay. predated Daredevil, though. It's, yeah, I know. You know let's I know. give it some cred. Yeah, but there's a, at one point there's a bicycle with a basket. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why is there a bicycle with a? Was one of these guys riding around on that bicycle? <laughs> hey, <laughs> look, everybody's got to do their groceries, John. I guess so. Yeah, and also they're Canadian, so you know. Oh, the thugs, the thugs <laughs> have to blend in. My favorite is the finishing move where he takes a guy's head, smashes it into oh, some glass like three times, and then bounces it off the wall like it's a basketball. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a nice fight scene. Um, it's yeah, well it's choreographed. That pretty that one good. and the one in the club was the one that got me because that the one in the club involves Oliver throws broken glass in a guy's face, and then someone hits him with a pool cue, which just breaks. Yeah, right. Which does <laughs> and nothing. He just stands there. He just yeah. takes it. He's like, mm-hmm. I I love these episodes. The the one in the club especially because it's getting near the end of the season, and Ollie is just not having it anymore. He's not being cute. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like when well, he busts he into that club he is a murder machine like to be yeah, except up until the ooh, end where he shoots ooh. the arrow into the dartboard you know behind the guy and the guy's yeah, like, yeah, I yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. Uh, which i mean a good use of the trick arrows in several places the exploding arrows yeah. in several places in these episodes starting there which was smart right like the guy's got basically a gun to felicity and so he just right. you, know, you got to do something him. he doesn't expect. Exactly, exactly. Exploding arrows are always the answer. Sure. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, when he busts into that club and he's throwing glass and he's uh, the arrows are going right into people's chests. Like in, it feels like in more recent seasons. <laughs> I just needed a job as a blackjack dealer. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, like these guys were definitely dead. He there. doesn't kill. I doesn't. He doesn't seem to kill anybody who's holding Walter, though, because those guys are all groaning at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of true. people groaning. Yeah, but um, he, he but just then stabs but them then he, in the leg he, and stuff. Like, like in a later one of the other episodes, he kills a couple. He just like straight up murders a couple yeah, of uh, Merlin's yeah. henchmen. Yeah. yeah. Well, they knew he's, what they were getting into. It's no a yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, they were probably. But I love ex, that. I love uh, that pool cue thing because he just takes it. He takes a pool cue from him and then stabs the guy in the leg with it. Why? I, that's so insulting, right? Yes. He's <laughs> take a his own weapon. Angry. Take his own weapon and stab him with it. I mean, like, it, yeah, I on. would like to be so badass someday that someone hits me with a pool cue and I just don't even <laughs> flinch. Flinch. <laughs> I think well, it was a prop. It's what the leg was a prop for. Yes. Maybe, it, maybe it was like a croupier stick or something. <laughs> it's a little yeah, less. Whatever. A little less. Yeah, why is, it, why is there a pool table in a, in a casino? Yeah. <laughs> there's not. There's just a bunch of pool cues. 
<laughs> oh, I hadn't even put that together. In case somebody, I was break, thinking about in case that. somebody breaks in, right? Yeah, right. You got to hit them with something. That. <laughs> maybe that's why I say maybe it was a croupier stick or something instead of a pool oh, yeah. But you know, oh, yeah. maybe to go okay. back and look. They've also got a dartboard sense. in that guy's office, so you know. <laughs> yeah, and I love it that he hits it right in the middle. The, the bullseye, right? Of it's course. like bullseye. Yeah. Of course, it's right. a bullseye. Like, what's he yeah. going to do? But even so, even so, though even though hitting it on the edge probably would have been closer to the guy. Exactly. He just can't bring himself. He's he's going to take a risk. He's going to bring himself. Still going to be powerful enough. He can bring himself to not hit the middle. The other thing that I that I found interesting in the flashbacks is that we get the impression from that first scene, the first meeting, is that Robert, Malcolm, Frank, and like the rest of their little cabal have been doing this for a while, and they've been doing basically what they've been doing is leveraging the nastier elements of the city to try and improve things because they make a comment about like upgrading the police's communication system so they yeah, actually they're gonna get adam doing... hunt to make a donation in in scare courts kind of right thing. so this again this sort of ameliorates uh robert queen's character a little bit right because he's not he's starting out here thinking like we are we are doing perhaps slightly shady things but to shady people and making them do good yeah he's he's extorting extortionists and, and right. shady people which is you know very legal, Rob, very robin hood still well it's a very white collar crime right it's the kind of thing that you could see it's vig- it's white collar vigilantism right like it's yes and weird. and and he was brought into it by accidentally killing this guy who was also doing white collar crime right. basically like a, a bribe thing so we so don't feel like too a, bad a, about him it's an equal equal level of force i guess like his his extortion right and he's targeting bad sense. people, it's, it's so that's make us feel better. Is what I'm trying to argue. right, right. I, I thought that was interesting. I had does. forgotten that from this, um, having watched this the first time. Was that like it had originally started out with a somewhat more noble endeavor, and then Malcolm convinces them all, uh, you know, to essentially like the only yeah. way to fix this is to burn it to the ground. And yeah. then we learn later that like obviously he's been stewing on that for a while. Um, but they're they're sort of trying to stop him, right? Like that's the whole point. Later on, when Robert gets on the boat, is that he and Frank are supposed to be going to China to get backing to buy up the rest of the glades to stop yeah. Malcolm from doing it because they think he's just in it, you know, essentially to rebuild the glades afterwards. Which may be a miscalculation on their parts. I feel like because he doesn't seem yeah. to care that much about rebuilding it. <laughs> they think he's in it much more for the money, whereas we know he's in it largely for, for the, the vengeance and the money is probably like <laughs> you know gravy yeah yeah well i mean they think he's like-minded right and he's not he's a league of assassins he's like a league of assassins guy where he just wants to burn down the entire city right so yeah. and he uses the, you know he uses that quote from the vietnam war which you know oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh malcolm you'd think would maybe clue you in also it's also you know a huge red flag but yeah like this is not a guy you want to be in business with no um and we see this coming up in the in the next episode when he's trying to uh explain to tommy why he loses he Mm -hmm. loses it real quick but we'll get there um well speaking of of that there is uh some other interesting things that i like uh toward in this episode um include Felicity gets introduced to the Queen family. I like that scene a yeah. lot because Oliver, you know, mm-hmm. there's a moment of awkwardness where yeah. she intrudes upon them, like reuniting with Walter. 
and and Oliver says, "This is Felicity. She's my friend." And Walter says, "She's my friend too." And it's like, "Aw, yeah, everybody's friend." And it's kind of everybody loves it's Felicity. It's kind of funny that we we uh, you know they've never met, but we right. kind of just assume that everybody on the show knows each other. But no, mm-hmm. they've had no scenes together. So yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then and uh, um, Lance has no idea who Felicity is either. No, nope, right. That's until, coming up, and this is. Their meet, their first meeting is great, and it's coming oh, that's up right. in the next yeah, one. The next one, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the other thing was that um, this is really where Oliver realizes how deeply his mother is involved in this whole scheme, and he realizes that Malcolm is involved with it, right? Because in the previous episode where Diggle tries to trail Malcolm, we mentioned that Malcolm's voice is distorted on the voice recorder thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, you know, mainly. I think to prevent Ollie from finding out too early that Malcolm is involved in this, and then, so that gives yeah. us the scene at the end right, yeah. right, where Malcolm is. Like, I don't the- know why Diggle's monitoring wouldn't work, but Ollie's arrow stuck into a wall outside wood. <laughs> right, whatever. Um, Good enough. You know? But and then that leads to the scene in the hospital, which is the first of many sort of dramatic irony moments where Malcolm comes to check on Walter, and Oliver and he have a conversation. In which, you know, Malcolm is trying to suss out, like, whether or not Walter has given up any information. Right. Uh, and Oliver knows that Malcolm is was involved in kidnapping him, but, like, tries... To, we have these little couch lines, like, they'll get what's coming to them, and and the like. And, and Malcolm, <laughs> yeah. at this point, still doesn't know that Ollie is... Yeah, and I'm a, little surprised, I'm a little surprised at that, but... Uh, that he doesn't I'm know not, I kind of like it. I mean, for a guy for a guy who will go on to just waltz right into the arrow cave anytime he wants to. <laughs> so this is why I like season one, Malcolm, a, a lot more than I like. Yeah, he's a little more. Malcolm's. He's a little more real. He's oh god, he's he's chilling. Yeah, like well, he, as we see in the next episode when he takes out Ollie. Ooh, man, he also ooh. doesn't. I think he doesn't care, right? Like the only yeah. interaction that they've had was that one fight mid season in which the Dark Archer pretty handily deals with... No, because he saves his life, too. Right. Uh, but, like, at that point, he's not in a position to do anything about it. Oh, yeah. It. No, no, no. And, but I, I think he's kind of ambivalent to the... I think he doesn't the, care. The hood. He's, he's like, well, you're not really onto me. You're not effectively stopping me. And more to you're the point... You're not being effective in stopping me, so... Whatever. Right. I think more to the point, also, Malcolm is, like, single-minded in his focus yes. here. And he just yeah. doesn't care because that's, it's not, like you said, it's not relevant to what he's doing. He doesn't even think yeah. of him as consequential until he directly interferes with him. Right. It's a nuisance and he dismisses it. Like he knocks it aside at, at Christmas, which basically puts him in hospital for six weeks. And then whatever, he's no longer impeding his plans. So yeah, he can stop all the other keep, crime that he, that you, he wants as long as yeah, he's not exactly. screwing with the just, undertaking. Yeah. Keep moving. It's fine. Um, other good things. I enjoy where Ollie goes to see Dig, and he's like, yeah. "I've always known where you live." <laughs> That's creepy, that so but good. yes, funny. <laughs> well, it's also obvious. I mean, and just and also the the delivery is what's the dry delivery yeah, is yes, what's perfect. The dry delivery is very good. Yeah. The, uh, it's good. and I like that he says, "I'm sorry." First, if well, a he asks permission to come in, then he says, "I'm sorry," and then he's like, "Look, you were right about everything. You were right about my mom. You were right about like Malcolm." Yeah. You wrote a, right about me being like he doesn't specifically say about uh, Deadshot, but there's a weird much, reference. It's in the parcel, the, the, you know. Felicity, Felicity makes that reference to the paintings. Oh yeah, 
I caught like, that she's too. Like, did you paint these? Like, and they don't they don't bring that up ever again. Yeah, Diggle does not acknowledge it. Like, I kind of wonder if he's like, right. no, no, Felicity, I bought these at Target. Come on, yeah, right, right. <laughs> or like yard sales. Like he's tooling around yard sales looking for old looking paintings. Yeah, that was weird. It was an attempt to like be kind of like flesh out the character. I feel like, but yeah, yeah. It lands weird because they don't go into it again or <laughs> answer again. it here or whatever. It's like and I think it's it would okay, be pretty funny. Works. I think it would be hysterical if like 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 Risk. early on, you know, sometime next season they just show show Diggle with a canvas and he's just he's like covered <laughs> he's in paint painting. and like he's got a beret on yeah and it's awesome <laughs> he's just doing something awesome it's like mm-hmm. yeah yeah i've been doing this for years what are you yeah, talking right. about yeah yeah but it works awesome. both ways it's either diggle paints which is cool or uh felicity just makes awkward weird comments <laughs> yeah also, felicity gets a few awkward weird like yeah. yes she's Mostly always got awkward weird comments but it's she also gets just weird scenes here like the scene where the the casino owner interrogates her and asks her about the meaning the origin and of the she phrase knows exactly and she just Love like it. wrote it all out and it's like what do we need to fill this scene a little bit like <laughs> we need so an extra one, minute of conversation okay one one thing i did enjoy about all three of these episodes uh and i wish that they would bring into you know the next season or subsequent seasons is um they just take their time yeah. yeah, they fill right. out scenes uh, in the next one. We'll talk about it, but uh, Malcolm goes and massacres people. But they're like they play it like a horror movie, mm-hmm. and there's just yes. shots of him walking through that lab, and it yeah. just taking their time. Yeah, there's no rush. We have shots of the news guy doing a bit of exposition. <laughs> it's, it's something other than motorcycles chasing a truck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it, it, it's there's a truck in this episode, uh, it, and no really one good. chases it. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> if no one chases it is it really a truck at the end it drives into the sign it's past the sign says welcome to starling city home of trucks that get chased by motorcycles i love the notion of a pavlovian response like a truck just goes by in the background and like they all just like motorcycle gang yeah um well this is i think we um we've covered this up pretty well are there any last comments about this before we move on hard biff hard biff i think i i I would be not to break with format too much but i don't think you're gonna find any alex's this week no no (laughs) definitely not no Um, in fact you know there was been a couple of alex's this season but the whole season it's at least most of the season is is at least vanch it's biftastic uh all right let's move on to episode this is just good stuff let's move on to episode 22 which is our uh, obligatory Springsteen-titled episode, Darkness <laughs> on the Edge of Town. Uh, yeah. Guy, I think you're on deck for this one. I am, and I wrote so few notes that hopefully <laughs> the structure holds together. But anyway, uh, the Dark Archer shows up at uh, Unidac and massacres everybody, uh, but uh, turns out the, the cops and Roy and Thea are on the case. Um, Laurel and Ollie... Uh, have a lot of scenes doing the CW love shuffle, which <laughs> is okay. It makes sense, but because so much is going on in this show and it's the end of yeah. the season, they do like, she does a lot of exposition last week. You told me you loved me. <laughs> yeah. And now I had yes. a thing. It's like, it's just, it's, it's, like awkward. Classics, it's awkward dialogue. It's the classic Spider-Man comic strip from the newspapers where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, first yeah. Panel, first, the first panel, this is, is exactly what happened what last happened. week. And then the last yeah. panel teases what's going to happen it's next previously. Time. And it's the end of the season and it, they deserved all the views they could get. So they're probably welcoming new people in. So they, 
yeah. they have to do a bit of exposition. It right. They don't have the confidence of, of like an HBO show, or well, not confidence, the backing. So they have to do this. I think the emotions read okay. Yeah, the, the text yeah. was just cumbersome because of yeah. you know. There's, you there, I've come about seen, this I, whole plot line. I, I, I sort of seem wait. to remember it. Well, I mean, we can you can finish your recap, yeah, but I seem to remember recap, it playing yeah. out differently. I mean, like more awkward than it was like when Tommy showed up. Like, like I feel like I understood better this time how where everybody was coming from and how it happened yeah anyway Anyway, uh moving on uh walter is not happy with moira at all even after he comes back from the hospital mostly because walter is not a dummy (laughs) that poor long-suffering guy is basically the hero of the show Uh, (laughs) ollie goes to talk to his mother uh about the undertaking as ollie uh which is what we're led to believe, but then he has Diggle come to kidnap both of them uh, in a scene that works pretty well because we think it could be Malcolm at this point. Uh, yeah. But anyway, Dig interrogates them, and Moira uh, gives up what everything she knows about the undertaking as Diggle beats the living crap out of Ollie. <laughs> and later on, we're, we're told that Dig was pulling his punches, but Ollie is limping, and he's bruised. <laughs> his face is like... He took a serious... Took a serious beating. Diggle still has some unresolved issues from last week to work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he worked it out. Yeah. Plus, he's take like when he's lying on the floor there, basically drooling because Diggle beat the crap out of him. He takes an emotional beating, hearing that Moira basically conspired to kill his dad, that is working to kill hundreds of thousands of people in the glades. All he's having a bad day. Anyway, uh, Thea goes to the police uh, station to get uh, some information for Roy. Uh, as they're trying to track down the uh, the hood, they figure that if they can find the Dark Archer, they can uh, get a lead on the Green Arrow. Uh, and uh, one, in a line that I loved, that uh, she dropped on it was it was a, a black officer. Uh, she says that she's there to investigate racial bias and arrests, and she needs all <laughs> of the records dating back like five years. Uh, which is just a weird, like, it's just an excuse. But I like that when they make an excuse, it's, it's, it's a it's social statement. to it. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a social statement. It makes sense. And it's just a throwaway line, but it's, it's good. And the fact that she's <laughs> living into a, should have gone with something more plausible. Like, I'm, I'm here trying to figure out why so many trucks have been hijacked in this city. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> By motorcycle yeah, yeah. riders. But it's an opportunity to bring, like, a little bit of real life into the show. And to, fine, whatever. Uh, so while she's there, she overhears a, co- a conversation uh, between uh, Lance and, uh, is it Pike? No, it's his. It's no, Hilton. the other guy. Hilton. Yeah. Hilton. I can never remember the other guy's name. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't either, but I knew it was the other guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, Lance and Hilton uh, are discussing the connection between the Dark Archer and uh, Merlin Global. So... Ollie, knowing this through um, through Moira, decides that he has to break in. Well, because Felicity can't hack into the computer, Ollie and uh, Felicity have to break into Merlin Global uh, by doing a little bit of Ocean's Three action. <laughs> yeah, going up the elevator. <laughs> My favorite thing is a. How come Diggle can't get the elevator all the way up there? <laughs> B. Why is Tommy not? Totally shocked when Ollie walks in, knowing if Tommy knows that the elevator can't get all the way up there. 
and C. <laughs> that's true. I didn't think I of thought that. he went back down. That was. That's it doesn't make thinking. sense. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a little, it, it's a yeah. little awkward staging wise. Well, the whole thing yeah. is kind of dumb. I mean, like if they get Diggle in there as a security guard, that's their problems really should be solved. But also, I mean, getting <laughs> there's him in any there, number of dumb things about yeah, it. Okay, getting him in there as a security guard for like like on one day's notice or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. So C, uh, he uses that grappling gun pistol mm-hmm. to swing across a like the the elevator shaft so they can have a star wars when, moment when they could yeah a yes. star wars which i loved but i mean they could have just shimmied across it would have been way safer yeah like yeah. you can see the way it like yeah. it just doesn't make it's sense. just stuck uh, into concrete that is not going to hold the weight of two people probably <laughs> no no it's just it's just weird like the whole thing's weird but it whatever i it's, loved yeah, it but, you know like seeing oliver do this stuff in a suit is very you know bond, yes. bondian and, also they um, do a really nice job of plotting all these moving pieces like it feels yeah, yeah. tense yeah right yeah right. it really is like an ocean's 11 style kind of thing which is uh what john was alluding to previously um if you just started the job how do you know the guy that you're working with is not a vegetarian and you feed him a big belly burger like (laughs) you will eat this burger he had had two he had two burgers in there one was a veggie burger and the other one was a regular burger (laughs) i think there was probably a backup like syringe or something and also, and then, and also yeah right i mean and how do you explain that <laughs> like you yes, passed I know. out Diggle, Diggle's you, got his you real passed face out from delight at the at the taste of the big belly burger well also Diggle, that's his face he's got hired somehow yeah that guy yeah. walked that guy woke up later and was like i do not like big belly burger <laughs> that's yeah. full, put me right to sleep <laughs> anyway whatever all of that is forgiven because i love the scene where they bust uh felicity Yes. And Diggle comes rushing in saying that she's uh, yes. one of Tommy's groupies. <laughs> yeah. And they just have such a great moment. That like, I feel so like the actors good. are enjoying it. Right, but right. I love him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's like, my the, man. Way she, the way she hams it up and the way as soon as they turn the corner, Diggle's yeah. just breaking a smile and she's like, Oh my knight in charming armor. And like it's Which is which is completely the same, you know, the same hallway and stairs uh, elevators. <laughs> oh of, yeah, yeah. Of, <laughs> Queen yeah. consolidated. That is a really good scene, and it's it's great how fast she picks up on exactly what's expected. Like you know, there were people who would be offended. Like you know, it, yeah, like yeah. normally yeah. she would be offended by that, but she like very quickly picks up. Like oh yeah, no, I know exactly what you're doing here, and she totally right. plays along, and it works perfectly. Yeah, it's it's great. I love it, and seeing those two people get along is awesome. Yes, yeah, it's like a I don't know, like two minor characters or not minor characters, but. I don't know, like C-3PO having a moment with Chewbacca in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> it's like, you wouldn't expect them to get along, but, you know, for like a third of the movie, he's carrying him around on his back, and it's just makes, it's, <laughs> it's awesome. It's also just like, it's so important for us to be able, I had this note somewhere, I can't remember if it's this scene or another one, but it's so important for us to see a scene where Ollie isn't the focus. Um, yes. To have two yeah. other characters having relationships yes. that don't require Oliver to be the sent the um like linking figure um that that does so much to flesh out the rest of the show yeah uh, and and we're getting a lot of that here i mean uh tommy and malcolm have Mm -hmm. a relationship that is believable unique and has nothing to do with with ollie yeah right uh i mean obviously he's a catalyst for a lot of the, the conflict but uh they'd be having this you know that sentiment with each other regardless 
Anyway, uh, so they get this stuff from the computer. <laughs> Walter leaves Moira because, again, Walter, not a dummy. Uh, Moira's kind of sad. Thea's kind of sad. But uh, I'm not because, Walter, you should. <laughs> I, I want to sh- see a show with just Walter at this point. Like, okay, Walter <laughs> Steele. It's called Everybody Loves Walter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> and Colin Salmon could probably pull it off. He's pretty awesome, that guy. Anyway. Um, while they broke into the uh, in, into the Malcolm Global computer, uh, Felicity left a Trojan on the computer, and uh, everybody thinks that's a good idea in the little uh, in the book club that they're having in the Arrow Cave. <laughs> but uh, turns out it's not a not. good idea because first person to notice is uh, Lance's version of Felicity, who I don't know who that guy is, but he's been around. We've seen him. He's, yeah. oh, he's been around for a while. I think he gets killed eventually. He does. But, he gets killed, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's very sad. I wish I knew his name, but yeah. <laughs> in my head, I call him, I call him Paul. Think, yeah, does he have I think his name, name is Paul. We'll call him Paul? Yeah, okay. we'll call him Paul. Okay. Paul uh, is on, t- like, he's seems pretty competent. He's backtracked the Trojan to Felicity, which, okay, let's just do some technological hat-waving, but, you know, good job. Sure. That that scene uh, also, I believe, includes the phrase, a teraflop of data. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's also, there's also, thing, there's also a lot of mainframe in this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. much mainframe. It sounds so impressive to say mainframe. It's, uh, that's Which reminds me, that's not really a yeah. thing in most cases now. No. Yeah, and it's wait, not it's not even Lance. Time. Yeah, it's not even Lance saying teraflop, right? It's like the computer people. It's like yeah, that's, this, yeah, that's kind Felicity of what that, yeah. Yeah, if it was Lance, I would like it. I'd be like, yes, that's fine. I'm not surprised you would call that a teraflop. <laughs> but when you yeah, when you are when you're trying to pass it off as knowing something about technology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and the worst part about that is that there's like I understand you're just trying to say there's a lot of data. But there are right. plenty of real words. That were, you could have said a petabyte, an exabyte, like any number of sort of equally jargon-sounding word that would have been accurate. That's just not a yeah, thing. Just it's yeah. Just go to Google. They have yeah, a mainframe. Guys, so, Google has yeah. one single mainframe. <laughs> yeah. Don't you? You can yeah. hack it. You can leave a trojan there. Yeah. <laughs> don't do not. Okay, we're turning into the rebound, but do not hack Google. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, readers. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, Lance basically walks up to Felicity on the street and corners her, which is their first meeting, and that is an awesome thing to do. Uh, I, think I think that's in the next. Week, I think that's in the next episode. Oh yeah, don't jump ahead. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Anyway, he just okay, says we'll in this episode, that. he just says, "Who the hell is Felicity Smoke?" Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. Sorry. You're correct. Anyway. So anyway, they're on to the they're on to the hack. Um, then Ollie goes to see Laurel because after he's sort of realized that like the list is bogus, all he's doing is, and this felt like a pretty Green Arrow style moment to me. Like he doesn't want to mm-hmm. cure the symptoms; he just wants to try to tackle the the larger issue head on. Not sure the undertaking is the larger issue for what he's talking about in but terms of corruption, but he thinks it is. He he believes it is exactly Ollie's good-hearted little bit of a dummy, but that's okay. We love him. Anyway, he goes to go see Laurel because he thinks he sees a way out. Like he's gonna finish this undertaking thing. He's gonna shut it down, and either he's gonna die 
which I think he thinks he might, or he's going to succeed. But either way, it's done. So he wants to go see Laurel one last time and, you know, tell her that he does love her, which is what we've been doing on and off all, all season, but particularly the last couple of episodes. Uh, well, and also that he thinks if he succeeds, he doesn't have to be the hood anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah sorry. That's what I'm getting with. Like, he yeah, thinks that yeah. when he shuts down the undertaking, that's it. He's free. Like, he, he can just go back to finally he's, getting he's, off his island and being... He's redeemed. That's, what his, that's he, what his father was really honored his father. About. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yes, he's done it. He's, he's, it's over, and he can be with Laurel. Uh, so they're getting it on hot and heavy with some CW, uh, radiation music <laughs> going on. Right. And, uh, Tommy, uh, my, <laughs> sees my, him through the window. And the dope. only reason he's, the only reason he's there is that the cover for Ollie being at Malcolm, uh, at Merlin Global was to go see Tommy. And he uses that time to encourage Tommy to get back with, right laurel yeah and then he immediately goes Ste- and uh yeah right does pulls like the a, rug out well pulls the rug out. he does like a bodice ripping scene with uh with my, laurel my notes say close <laughs> the goddamn curtains <laughs> yeah 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 i mean sure probably bad timing that was tommy who was there but uh <laughs> do you think <laughs> well so here's the thing uh, watching it with um a critical eye again uh, Tommy looks like he could turn into the bad guy. Yes, scene. he does. Right, I agree. Right. Like his anger is palpable, and you can't blame him. You're no, like, yeah. all he's a serial killer. This, like, he's just yeah. messing with my head. Like, Tommy has given every reason to be a bad guy. And he had said he works closely with my father. You know, yes. like I work. What do, what do you do here? I work closely with my father. Um, yeah. And so you get the idea that, I mean, you don't know where this is going. And so it seems like, oh, you know, maybe he becomes, you know. Yeah, it's a such, a, such a good. Yeah, I feel, good there's setup. a little bit of a fake out or faint there that we could see. Yeah, but it's Tommy. it's good. I mean. Oh, yeah. yeah like, I, agree. I, I know what happens in the next episode, but holy cow, it's like this. He could just be the villain. He and he's got every in, right to right? be. And I could, I could yep. see it. It works for the CW. That's the thing. It works for the CW show. Like, oh, I'm a jilted lover and I'm going to, and you think they could go with that, but yeah, uh, they go with a, with a rebar through the chest instead. <laughs> that was the other did option. Not, There's only two options. That coming. Right, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Ollie pulls a ray and uh, after sleeping with Laurel, uh, gets up out of bed and goes to be a, a super person. I will not forgive Ray for that. Yeah. Screw Ray. Yeah. I know I've been riding on this for like five seasons. Yet. Oh, Ray Palmer. I love Ray Palmer. I, don't know. I think. Anyway, Ollie, Ollie gets a phone call. Uh, he goes to con- uh, confront Malcolm, sends Dig after the device. Turns out uh, when Dig gets there, uh, the device is gone. But meanwhile, Ollie is confronting Malcolm uh, in his office. And uh, Ali is shocked to discover that Merlin is the dark archer when he shoots an arrow at his chest and Malcolm catches it. Everybody catches arrows. <laughs> this is why this is why I'm like upset about I feel like that's, lack of arrow it's catching. It's League of Assassins 101. Like that's that's like the first thing they teach you. It's like someone's going to try to teach shoot Ollie. you with an arrow. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Anyway, he catches it. The fight's on. Fight, fight, fight. And Merlin kicks the crap out of him. It's 
such a kinetic, really brutal fight. Like we've seen just in the previous episode, Ollie take out like a hallway full of, I don't know, even know how many guys, 12, 15 guys. Uh, seeing Malcolm just beat the living tar out of him is uh, it's scary. Very yeah. scary. Yeah. And I know why they do it, but when, um, when Malcolm fights without his mask on, uh, it's all shot very close and tight. A lot of cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because John Barrowman is not a choreographed fighter kind of guy, but yeah. it just adds to the brutality of like, oh man, he's he just takes all to the to the shed and beats the crap out of him. It's horrible, horrible stuff. <laughs> like like he's down on the ground and just keeps beating him. But my favorite moment is uh, after he's defeated him and knocked him unconscious, he takes a uh, the hood off. And he just says, oh, oh no. no. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love. I, it adds so much to the character. It just adds so much to the story. Like, he's not triumphant in that moment. He is realizing no, he's, he's just he's, beat up like his, you know, son's best friend. He's defeated. He's the cost, the cost and the burden of what he's about to do to the Glades has just increased uh, on a personal level. Yeah, like the you know, and which is probably why it doesn't kill him in the next by uh, the next episode. But uh, and he even admits, well, we'll get to it. But he admits to Tommy that uh, he does waver in his decision to basically level the glades. Yeah, and this moment where he's just even if he had suspicions that it was Ollie, uh, the 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 proof just hits him, and he's like. He, he can't handle it. He's like, oh god! Now, right. now I'm stuck. With, like now I've got this on my hands. Like, that what the hell should be a triumphant moment, right? He's just beaten beaten this adversary, and he gets to unmask him, right? Like you know, you finally got like yeah. if you were doing this to Batman. You'd be like, yes, finally, I know who Batman is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it, did you mention that? I can't. Sorry, I, I drifted off there for one second. But the, you mentioned the bow. Yeah, he breaks oh, the bow. Yeah, right, right. yeah, he breaks yeah, the bow, yeah, yeah. which is a sad yeah. scene. Um, yep. But yeah, but Ollie has another. Well, yeah, there's a there's a several things I like in this episode, like little moments, uh, especially during that heist in the middle. Um, a couple notes I had included: Ollie lifts Felicity out of the elevator one handed. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I noticed Damn. that. <laughs> well, here's because here's the funny thing. I'm like, what? She's got to be 120 to 140 kind of range, and he's deadlifting her. That's kind of cool, but. <laughs> Um, if you look closely as she's kind of getting near the top of the elevator, you can see her leg bends up like she's stepping on something. <laughs> I did not catch it's that. A, That's great. It's a small goof because <laughs> I kind of believe that Stephen Amell could just deadlift a hundred some odd pounds straight up. But uh, that was pretty great. My favorite moment, I think, in this entire episode, though, is where they go. He and Felicity get into the elevator, and the third guy gets in and is like, "Yeah, oh, what yeah. floor are you that. going to?" And all of us just like, you see him like roll his eyes, like we don't have time for this, and just does the high school bully move, knocks all the book files out of his hands. It's so perfect. It's so good. That guy's you don't like, need oh, a ninja. No. You don't, yeah. <laughs> right. That was, a, even that was a move that, that Oliver knew before he went to yes, the island. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no like, Pick up your like, papers, point, Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy is such a douchebag. It's awesome. What floor are you going to do? Sweet, uh, honey, I think, or sweetheart, something yeah. like that. She's like yeah, 19, yeah, and he's like 13. Like not bad. Like, <laughs> we get to spend 13 floors together. Screw uh, that guy. 
I, I like that. That guy deserved an arrow. Well, um, <laughs> uh, Ollie actually comes across fairly well in his conversation with Tommy. Because Tommy's like, I'm the consolation prize, or like, you know, consolation prize. And yeah, right. Oliver does the like, she's not anyone's property. She gets to choose, which is like probably about the most enlightened, I feel like. I mean, not to be too harsh on Oliver, because he, but he is a bit of a jerk sometimes. And they, he's actually, sure. no, he's got a good heart. He's, he's got, got a good a, heart in that scene. Yeah. And I think he's trying to do the right thing. And he doesn't, if he didn't come to that sort of epiphany later on that he felt like he could be done, I think he would have just sat back. And I mean, he has been on season. Right, exactly. Uh, and that's my he, he biggest... Knew, so in, in the hospital, when Laurel confronts him, I mean, he's like, look, I'm not going to lie. I, I still love you, but uh, I'm out of here. It doesn't... I think, I mean, he basically and he's also, says it's irrelevant. You he's know, in like, shock at that point, too. I, I'm willing to cut him a little slack because, you know, oh, yeah. He, yeah, like, yeah. He's, Walter's back. He's just realized Malcolm. You know, he's just interacted with Malcolm, who is, he knows, kidnapped his father, like, in law or sorry yeah, stepfather yeah. like and, 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 well whatever close enough he killed his father and kidnapped his right stepdad. exactly yeah, right, he is he's right. had a rough day and he i knows can see he knows his mom is in on it right. and he's been lying to tommy he's been lying to everybody and he's like you know what i'm done with lying i'm just i'm not gonna lie to you about this because this seems like an innocuous thing to not innocuous but that's not worth lying about yeah i love you but uh whatever we, we're not yeah. gonna be together that's stripped bare and he even says this in maybe it's the next episode that the island basically took all the, the yeah bullshit off of him and stripped bare that scene reads to me is like he's just he's he's done he's just not, he's had it with lying and he's just gonna be like no i'm not gonna say that i can't go tell uh tommy that and sorry we're i'm out of here <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But it works, and I, as much as as, as uh, that dialogue is awkward, the emotions and, and the interactions mostly being true to me, maybe compressed for time. But it's it's I think still believable. The, you know? the biggest yeah, yeah. weakness in the first season for me is the CW love triangle aspect, and that's partially because. <laughs> Yeah. I think Katie Cassidy and is a fine actress. I think I really think Stephen Amell is is very solid, but they have so little chemistry because it feels yeah, very not, much yeah, right. like you it's went away to not- you know. It's also some of it is that effect of like you have this high school sweetheart, you screwed things up, you went away to college, you came back, and it's like, oh, part of you realizes like, yeah. oh, we're not really the same people we were then. Um, you know, I've kind of moved. I have fondness for you, but I've moved on. Like that's kind of what I get from them from a vibe. I don't get like the we're passionately in love vibe. It does not. No, it, yeah. it doesn't quite yeah. sell it. And I think it's the one think, of the few missteps in this season. I think some of that is that I, I honestly do think that the writers let down. Uh, they they failed Laurel as a character. Um, yeah. Yes. Because Ollie did a horrible thing to her. He cheated on her with her sister. Got her sister killed. But through most of the season, we see Laurel being mostly sympathetic to to, to Oliver, and it's not like um, it's not like he's trying to win her back, or that she's a strong character with regards to her relationship with him separately. Does does that make sense? Like um, a lot of her character seems to be defined by her relationship with Oliver. Yes. Which, or Tommy yeah, makes sense yeah, for the right, sake right, of a right. CW show and all of that. Yeah. Or, or Tommy. But uh, it, it doesn't give the character enough weight 
that we care about the relationship between Ollie and, and her. It's mm-hmm. uh, well, and they, the, the writers, the writers have almost tokenized her. And even in that, in that scene where he, Ollie is saying she's nobody's property, I feel like the writers have almost played her as such. Yes, I agree. And they, they tie, they try to like, you know, beef it up with the CNRI stuff, but it, it always feels a little bit, um, contrived whenever they got yeah. that involved in the main plot threads. Like the well, episode. except for that, except for that, like basically one of the best episodes of the season, if not. The it's a great run. episode, like, but that their involvement yeah. there is questionable. Like it feels, yeah, a little it's basically bit too, to set her up as a target for like a an awesome bad guy. Yeah, it, it feels a little yeah. too contrived for me, uh, and I think she does not. She feels like she's off in her own story, right? Whereas everybody else gets to be even tommy is tied to malcolm felicity the cops dig moira everybody is tied to the undertaking except for her she is just a bystander like she well, I mean, has she's tied to she's tied to lance who is sure but the she's outsider trying to figure out the plot but but she's defined entirely in her relationship to the other male characters pretty much yes. right like she's yeah. not she doesn't have any She's in a satellite off on her own while everybody, while there's all this intrigue unfolding about all the other characters. And she feels yeah, the same sometimes is true like for she's Thea, 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 right? Yeah, I agree. Thea, Thea has trouble with that in this first season, but at least she gets like her relationship with Moira, I think, is the intriguing part. And I, I agree. And they, we also don't center on her as being a fulcrum between yes. yeah. two. It's, no, it's a less important. I mean, she yeah. fulfills her role perfectly well. Yes, she just yes. doesn't have a yeah. big role. She's the sister; like, she is pretty yeah. far yeah, down. She's I think, the little sister yeah. who's like, yeah, tag along little sister, basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they entirely knew what they were going to do with her this season. I feel like she's a much stronger character come, especially season three. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it not almost as, seems like not like, a, like a better way to go. I mean, because I think you're right that that they're. They're better characters when we see enough scenes with them without Oliver. Yeah. And if they had done something where, like, you know, maybe Tommy doesn't die and they continue to have a relationship and then somehow she starts or or she just starts being Black Canary on her own. And then and then they, you know, somehow like and then and then maybe they fight, you know, like they don't know. They don't know that each other is the other one. I mean. It would have made that a little bit more believable and, I don't know, more I interesting. More they try to get, well, they try to get there in season yeah. three, right? When she does become the Black Canary. But right. by that point... He already knows it's her. Kind of sp- yeah, you spent and he's, he's disapproving, but, and, I mean, it's... it's yeah. And, and I was very sad to see her, her, her go in season four. Yeah. Uh, so was I. Yeah. They, at that point, they'd given her... Just by that point, she'd started to become her own... I guess they knew they were going to offer at some point, but they'd started writing great dialogue for her, like well, coaching Ollie in some and, ways. And like, some of that was a, because they figured out where she fit into the show. And, I, yeah. and not having her be the love interest for a variety of reasons did not really make sense. I feel like if they had done this season one of this show, you know, now, like in 2017, as opposed to in 2012, mm-hmm. I think they might have approached it differently, like her character. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I maybe that's just me wishful thinking, but I, I feel like there's a lot of potential strength for that character, but that positioning her as the love interest who's on the side, like Oliver's got all these things to deal with his vigilante, and over here he has the love interest. Like it, that's what yeah. makes it feel weak because it doesn't feel like it contributes as much to the whole of the show. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. She would have at least been wearing one of those pussy hats and uh, had like a I voted for Hillary T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, politics. We, uh, Everybody loves politics. And someone, someone would have said, nevertheless, she persisted in being black. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do that we, would uh, have actually been kind of good. <laughs> Guy, did you... Anyway, uh, that's it. That's it for my... Uh, you, my I think yeah. you didn't cover oh, the flashbacks. The flashback, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> no. uh, stuff happens. <laughs> stuff happens in these. Yeah, no, I ran like out the of... Whole, I, so the, I watched, we get the whole I, reveal about the air... Tra- the the uh, shooting the plane down. So I watched them all last night, and I tried to rewatch it this morning to, to take notes. But I intentionally took sparse notes, because you guys just are cruel yeah. to me and i hate doing this with you every week <laughs> so, so you but did that long, you did that by cutting out the whole flashback <laughs> exactly i mean isn't that that just makes sense right sure anyway long perfect. story short uh they've captured uh, our heroes on the island um uh we discover that the plan with the missile launcher is to shoot down commercial jets to cripple the economy of china uh okay we're told later it's to kill china way but whatever we're going to forget the later seasons because this plot actually makes a lot more sense um and they want uh yeah Faye to cop to it basically to admit to it on videotape sort of uh prisoner of war style videotape that uh he is shooting down these commercial planes uh in order to bring righteous retribution for something um he does because it looks like uh, our heroes are going to get killed. Uh, and then he uh, fires, just shoots him in the head, which is shocking and very logical. Yep. Doesn't need him anymore. Yep. Um, uh, there's a couple. Little... Holly breaks out and they fight, fight, fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a couple little interesting things in there. Uh, so Yalfe passes Ollie the knife um, while Ollie yeah. is tied up. Um, fires. Um. Uh. All. Oh. All of fires his henchman. The, the air the traffic radio controller is, is the guy the, that we saw in the, the, in the cave. The yeah. fake prisoner. So Oliver was right. Um. To not trust him. And it's. Yeah. Did Ferris- you notice he shivs him? He just. Oh yeah. yeah he, well, that's him. next. That's in the, the next episode. Um, oh, oh, sorry. The uh the sh- the flight is Ferris Air. So yep. a another Green Lantern reference. Um. And yeah, they, so fires his whole explanation is like, oh, after nine eleven, the stock market like rebounded hugely. So we're basically going to do the same. The suggestion is someone's playing the stock market, and we do see a a like um, somebody reports his, to a woman a bo- a wearing woman. Uh, Manila Blahnik, like the, the red black shoes with the red bottom. I assume okay. we're supposed to think that's Amanda Waller. Yes. Well, it is it, uh, later. But yes. As of yeah. this, I, we I don't, had no idea. I, yeah, and I'm not no, sure. Yeah. They knew the writers knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> didn't really didn't matter, but yeah. because the again, like you said, the rationale gets a little more tortuous, like later on in terms of what the yeah, plan just, was here. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah. Anybody yeah. notes on this episode? So does i'm sorry does fires not get killed in this one he gets killed in the next no, one no it gets killed it's the next one. one yeah 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 I, I, just for the readers out there we watch these mostly back to back yes completely i watched them so almost. we're a little muddy and yeah. frankly i encourage you to do so yeah they're very sure, yeah. i watched this yeah. first season originally binged it because it was i think that it was while the second season was airing i picked up the show yeah. or right before it began yeah. maybe 
So I saw this all at a stretch, and it's definitely more satisfying, but it does illuminate some, you know, occasional inconsistencies right. and weird stuff when you watch them all in a row, yeah. as opposed and, to and week. and yeah. some of the exposition is annoying. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, but they roll together really well. Like, yeah, not yeah. quite a movie, but close. Yeah, yeah. I like the um, Roy and Ollie interactions here. Um, Sure. Oliver introduces himself to Roy. Uh, first of all, I really like that he comes down, finds Thea and Roy in the lobby uh, because they're looking for the vigilante because they think the co- they know the cops have found a connection with Merlin Global Group. And yeah. Oliver says, "Isn't that your friend Roy over there?" And Thea's like, "No." <laughs> Even though Roy is standing there, just like literally almost twiddling his thumbs, whistling innocently. Uh, yeah, Oliver yeah. introduces Good. himself as Thea's disapproving brother, which I enjoy, and like crushes roy's hand and And even then roy later on is like your brother's kind of a wimp (laughs) it's like i get uh, which is which is incredibly rude yeah i mean yeah that is that is not okay because yeah i like you know the dude right she's she's completely right the dude was on an island for five years i mean you know he does complain about that a lot but still roy says but but so thea is sick of ollie saying it but man, she comes out swigging when somebody takes sure. A nobody shot. Sure. nobody yeah. takes She's a shot like, by your no, brother. No, rightly, you do so. not get to say that. Yeah. Um, Roy says, "I lost someone too," and I could not remember for the life of me what that was a reference to. I don't think we ever learned. Do we, yeah, it was. Well, I was wondering if we did. Doesn't isn't there something about his mother? Well, he say he spins the story he about, his, about mom his mom when when he yeah. talks to Lance. But I don't remember if we ever hear about that again. Although I, well, I said that some, he lied. I don't, I don't know if he lied. Maybe he just he said it was twisted the truth, um, or even just said the truth and then lied to Thea that it. Well, to, if our uh, you know. if our current track record is any indication, it's some some plot point will be dropped next season. We'll all be like, oh, yeah, right. it is mentioned uh, yeah. again. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But this causes Thea to storm out, which I guess is to set up their reconciliation in the next episode, which I have some notes about when we get there. But yeah. That's, yeah. Um, I two other two other comments. One was the what, what, <laughs> the the um, when they contact the airplane to tell it to change course. It's a it's an American guy <laughs> making the call, and and um, I was just wondering no, nobody why the, the pilot the pilot huh. doesn't seem to think it's a little odd that there's an American dude working traffic control at Hong Kong International Airport. <laughs> um, so I think all of that's done in either English or French. I'm sure, yeah, but no, I think it probably accent. is, but, like but just, still, like it's just a, the, it's the everybody accent. Everybody speaks English on those radios. It's like, the accent. It. I mean, wouldn't it be, it would be yes. br- a British yeah. accent or something, you know, it would not. Yeah, probably a British an, accent in Hong Kong. Yeah. 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 They probably just um, did not think about that and didn't take the time to get a dialogue coach. No, it's just like, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, did, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, flight. Did I guess Thea never got... Thea never got in trouble for faking a judge's signature on a records request. Maybe it was legit. Could have been legit. <laughs> well, how did that happen? How did she get, how did she go and get a judge to sign in? Hey, I want to get a whole bunch of records on stuff from that the police. That poor officer came I, back. Sure. And, that poor you officer got a, you came got a back. drunk judge. Yeah, that poor cop came back and was like, I, "This is a really serious issue. Like, what, where did she go? Yeah. Like, why did I get yeah. all these files together?" But we right. we also hear that um, uh, uh, Lance tells his tech guy yes, Paul to that like, one. go hack this thing, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, uh, "We we need a warrant." And Lance is like, no, nah, we just need a judge that owes me a favor. <laughs> which which is still a warrant. If you're going to just do like, it, if you're going to do it, you don't need the judge. Right, unless you're saying <laughs> but after like, the fact, like, oh, when we get around to, like, prosecuting, we'll just, like, we'll just let the judge let it slide. Well, <laughs> I, in my, my head canon is that he, 
secretly just vanishes crimes that like Thea and Roy do. <laughs> he'll give them a hard time, but he'll just be like, "Okay, stupid fine. kids. <laughs> oh, you crazy! Kids. He's gonna show him. He's just gonna show him another dead body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you crazy kids! Looks like the last one didn't take. So here's another dead body. Lance does have Did a good line. Did you forge another judge's signature? Oh gosh, you guys are incorrigible. Yeah. Uh, no Lance, ice cream for you tonight. Lance does have another good line about when uh, Laurel tells him that Oliver was the cause of the split between her and Tommy. Lance says, since Queen's been back, he's been different. I'll deny having said that. <laughs> Which yeah, is yeah. like the beginning like of a softening he's, on he's, both Ollie and the Vigilante in these episodes. Yeah, he's really great. I know, well, and we're going to get to it in the next episode, but uh, I know he looked like a bit of a dummy in the most recent uh, uh, Vertigo episode. Mm-hmm. We called him out for being a bit of a goof. Yeah. But uh, he's right on this case like he figures out pretty much independently him and the police department yeah which is pretty remarkable and sure well we'll hear like moira breaks it wide open but he's got it he's got it and he goes to his lieutenant about it and doesn't work out well for. i like he also has a good bit at the beginning with after the lab massacre where he says the psychopaths are color coding now yeah (laughs) and he's the copycat archer yeah yeah, that's a good scene at the beginning with the, as you mentioned in, at the last recap, the uh, the mer- the horror movie style with the two nerds coming back from there. You know, like the one oh, guy trying to ask time. out the girl. He just takes his time killing them. Yeah, yeah it's pretty brutal. Um, yeah. yeah, it's nice though. It's well done. And he thanks the uh, he thanks uh, Markov for yes. building the device right before he kills him. Yep. Pretty cold. Yep. Got all his loose ends tied up. Anyway. Ritual? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I had one comment. Already, right? Sorry, one more comment. Yeah. Oh, the, epi- the scene where uh, the vigilante, quote-unquote, tranks M- Moira and Ollie. Yeah. It's good, but it's the one of the things where if you step back from it a minute later, you realize it is super weird that the vigilante shows up while they're in the middle of a conversation about the undertaking and then interrogates them about the about undertaking the- <laughs> and if i were moira i would be super suspicious granted there's a lot going on she's very stressed out and that's fine but it's definitely one of those things later on where it's like ollie really should not have even bothered bringing that up in that conversation like it's done to, i think it's done from the writer's perspective to give us the fake out like oh maybe it's malcolm but like honestly he should have been talking to her about anything else <laughs> And then been well, interrogated. Uh, uh, yeah, my my headcanon is that he went to talk to her. She wasn't forthcoming, and the backup plan was that Dig yeah. takes him out. My my weird little issue is uh, Dig suddenly got amazing aim with those little trank darts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. He used a gun. Yeah, he yeah, used a trank gun. That, that was my. That makes more sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We had a dart yeah I just thought it was fine. super convenient, and uh, I would be definitely yeah. a little suspicious and. Yeah, there's there's other reasons to potentially be suspicious about, but we'll talk about that with the last episode. So, Ritual. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, oh. by the end of this season, I believe Moira knows. Yes, that, that, I think that's yes. what I was going yeah, to get at. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She says that later. Yeah. 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 Does she say um, explicitly when? I but, don't yeah. remember. She, she says, says she did. No she says after, after the undertaking. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. If, um, of course. Because, yeah. again, not a dummy. They I do it. They do a... They do a little, a little funny trick where, where when uh, 
Daigle comes out and says, um, you failed this city. I think, um, they cut to the it's flashback, they cut to the flashback and then, and, and the first thing Oliver says in the flashback is this makes no sense. <laughs> 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 I didn't notice that. I missed that too. That's funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. Should we run it down, guy? Biff. 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 Three biffs. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, Three biffs is my favorite episode. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, just... get, we're, we're getting nine biffs today. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. That leads us into episode twenty-three. Sacrifice. I'm on the clock here. I guess. Uh, most interesting thing to start with, there is no voiceover at the beginning of this because we just jump right in. Uh, and in fact, we start, um, well, we start with the flashback, but we'll get back to that. Oliver is chained up. Uh, Malcolm has him, has like basically interrogating him. They're having a conversation about, uh, about Robert. And Malcolm says that he misses Robert and basically criticizes Oliver for saying, you don't know what you're, uh, what you're fighting for in your heart, what you're willing to sacrifice, which ends up becoming, sort of the theme of this episode um malcolm leaves ollie breaks out using the chain that he's chained up with and kills all the thugs and then dig shows up and has a line about i take back every joke i made about sticking a tracking device in your boot um so there's our <laughs> exposition um felicity has been tracking the machine she comes out of queen consolidate and lance essentially finds her and detains her uh and asks her about hacking and he has drawn the line between her and the hood pretty clearly um, which is convenient because Oliver calls him at that point to tell him to evacuate the glades. Um, Felicity has another comment about the uh, hood being willing to sacrifice a lot, which kind of makes him a hero. Tommy, I do like that. Um, sorry, just real quick. I do like that uh, her like their operational security is kind of falling apart a bit because of the stress that they're under, and they need to really fix this glades issue. Uh, right. The, the undertaking, and, and they like she she's. They they found her because she put a, a a Trojan on the computer, which led to the like everything's happening so fast that they basically made mistakes that Lance they've out picked up on because he's, kind he's of a out, good detective. They've and, outscaled themselves in some ways, exactly. right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, don't definitely belay you. Uh, Tommy is drunk, advertent, and is upset, <laughs> and explains that he saw Ollie and Laurel together, and says really meanly, "I wish you would have died on that island, uh, Oliver." <laughs> is uh <laughs> oliver is uh tries to explain but there's really no time for it tommy does try to punch him and oliver's like come on <laughs> come on son yeah right I, um, I feel like we've seen ollie let himself get punched so many times he's just not taking this he's like a drunk my best friend is drunk and gonna try to punch me i'm just not taking <laughs> yeah that he one. just and i love the way he just casually steps out of the way like he doesn't even look like he's doing a karate I mean, move he's, he's drunk like, <laughs> the guy's drunk he's not aiming well the guy falls on the floor and he doesn't shame he even kneels down so he's not like towering above him trying to trying to find some common ground as it were anyway. um lance tells pike about the glades and admits that his source is the vigilante but that they should still get everybody out of the glades uh lance gets suspended uh oliver talks to moira he wants to stop the undertaking and then he tells moira about robert actually killing the fact that robert survived and then killed himself um malcolm calls moira to tell her that the timetable for the undertaking has been accelerated it will happen tonight uh oliver's leaving the house but laurel's there she's concerned that oliver got up and left and their history is repeating themselves um, and they have this nice little um, speech that I think Guy alluded to earlier, where he says, like, the island basically scraped away everything and left what she had always seen in him. And he says, nobody in my life is who I thought they were, except for you. And they have a nice romantic moment. Um, yeah. 
But then he that's goes a good. Uh, I'm gonna go out and die, maybe. Yeah, kind of speech. Yeah, that's a, like stay out of the glaze. You're gonna know one way or the other. Yeah, that's a little mysterious, and I feel like if I were Laurel, I would have been like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, Ollie's kind of a mysterious jerk at times, so maybe it's part and parcel of the. Yeah, just part I'm. Of his I'm. Anyways, Tommy confides in his father. And says, like, oh, Oliver's spouting crazy nonsense about you wanting to blow up the glades. And Malcolm's up. Oh, yeah, it's totally true. Yep, I'm doing that. <laughs> and he does explain that that's why he closed uh, Tommy's mother's clinic, because he didn't want to see it destroyed. Which is nice. Humanizes him. Yep. And then he plays the voicemail from his wife <laughs> getting of. murdered for Tommy. <laughs> which which is, kind of dehumanizes yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to share this moment, but boy, is that not father no, of the year material yeah, right. there. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's presuming <laughs> that Listen to your mother die. Also, yeah, I'm he's pretty presuming sure that his feelings are going to be shared by Tommy. <laughs> finish, right. finish your peas and listen to your mother. I die. love that he keeps it on like an iPod Nano in in like something on his desk. Also, briefly, when I saw him pull that out, it looks like the recording is like four and a half minutes long. <laughs> and I'm like, that is a long time to be dying on the it's phone a, with someone. No, no, it's, but the, it's the extended dance mix. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. At some point, it starts going. We're awful people. Can we have four minutes of just Malcolm doing that? Yeah, I'm gonna loop that. Perfect. But no, he does say that he listened over and over. Oh, do you think he just like his mother bleeds out? Like the mother yeah, bleeds out. Four and minutes dies. of that is a long time to be listening to it. I mean, I'm not saying he hasn't listened to it. I'm just saying, like, that is. I feel like you really got to hate yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, well a, he does. Yes, but B, I could see it taking four minutes or longer for somebody to bleed out on the street. Sure. Also, it's a reference to. not. A, I don't know if it's a direct reference, but to. Um, uh, do you know VC? The uh, Oh, Kitty Genovese. Kitty Genovese. Yeah. Where. She, she was stabbed was and, and nobody and like people just did not do anything. Yeah, there were lots of bystanders. Because he yeah. specifically calls out people just walking past her. Mm-hmm. Right. True. So, and that's and why he wants that. to destroy. We see everything. that later. Yeah, we yeah. do get a flashback to that. Yeah. Um all right. Felicity is tracking down the Unidac device. It's somewhere in the sub subway tunnels near a fault line. Um Thea calls Oliver because Moira is having a press conference in which she admits I have failed this city. She outs Merlin and reveals that the glades are going to be destroyed and basically urges everybody to get out. Um Thea in a slightly awkward scene like Moira tries to tearfully say like I love you I did it for you and and Thea says I love Roy and and Moira's like I feel like there's this one moment where Moira's like who the hell is Roy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she looks so puzzled at this point like what? Uh, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Thea runs out after Roy Pike arrests Moira. Uh Tommy is unsettled that Malcolm has killed people. Malcolm very proudly reveals his dark archer suit. Um <laughs> and uh the cops show up. Malcolm basically murders all of them pretty effortlessly. Tommy pulls a gun on him, but Malcolm apologizes and knocks him out. Uh meanwhile, Ollie uh no, he doesn't just apologize. He says you well, he says you can't hurt me. Yes. Uh, I mean, we, we come back because I'm mentioning because it, it appears in season two. Okay. Call back to this scene. Um, Oliver Just, yeah. uh, basically, you know, uh, says uh, he's going to go after, you know, Merlin and Diggle's like, but he broke your bow. And Oliver's like, I got another. And he pulls out Yao Fei's bow um, because the one he has 
is not Yao Fei's bow, the one that he's been using all season. Where did that yeah, one come from? Yeah, the one he's from? had that was, like, has like a hand grip on it. Yeah, like yeah. Do we know where that one came from? I don't we remember. Must. Probably. But the, uh, yeah. the one that we're it's seeing It's got to be in there someplace, but I don't remember one. I always thought that that was yeah. Yao Fei's. No, Yao Fei's is the one he pulls out at the end here, which but, is just a yeah, simple right, right. standard. I, real, I realized that watching this episode, but... Yeah. But John, so you and I are originalists, while I, I know Dan prefers the bow that retracts out of your wallet. <laughs> what? <laughs> um... <laughs> I want videotape on that. That, sounds, either, that. that rings true to me, yes. Oh, yes. Hate you okay, both. good. So we're all in agreement. <laughs> voted voted on. Done. Uh, either of these two bows in the first season worked for me. I like them both, although the one that... Yeah. I feel like the one that Oliver... The Yao Fei's bow is probably not, like, physics-wise. Like, usually you want, like, well, a recurve bow they or something. But don't they say... Uh, oh God, yeah, they yeah. have the whole thing. One of the flashbacks where they talk about the amount of pressure it takes to pull yeah, back. Yeah, that it's some like, really hard, twenty hard bow to pull like or something. Yeah, like that. I, oh, which I, by it the doesn't way, look like it. I used to, I used to do a little archery in camp, and I had a bow that looked like that, and it was not a super yeah, right, powerful bow. right. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah. John, John is our resident archer. That's true. <laughs> I have done. Well, no, no, let us, let us, let us say only that I have done archery more recently than either of you. That, yeah, that is good. all it takes you, to be the resident archer. Ex- is, not, you, is that is that the, that's the criteria? No. Okay, the bow is pretty low. Oh god. Anyway, keep going. Now we got to use some liquid paper and like (laughs) redact that. So Dig insists you should, you know, you should take something you didn't have last time you fought. You fought the Dark Archer. You should take me. And Oliver's like, I'm out of bows, dude. And and Diggle's like, I got a gun. Um, And so they argue about this a little bit. But whatever. uh, They argue about this a little bit. But Felicity uh, basically says, Well, I'll go after the device. Um, if you guys are going to go after Merlin and, you know, Oliver's not a hundred percent down with this. Um, and so he basically calls Lance and asks him to dismantle the device with help from Felicity. Meanwhile, the glades are in chaos. Roy is watching on TV, looking kind of startled, like maybe he just woke up. It's really hard to tell what's going on with him here. (laughs) Um, Lance breaks into the subway station, uh, Diggle, Diggle and Ollie find all the dead cops, uh, at, um, at Merlin's and Ollie finds Tommy and sort of wakes him up and says like, you know, you were right. And then he asks uh, Ollie if he's going to kill him. Uh, Ollie does not answer this one. Dig finds the fake wall. Malcolm's just been hanging out in there the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> waiting. Um, waiting. Weird. Um, they have a fight. Uh, Malcolm says he's got the remote transmitter somewhere handy. Diggle takes a knife in the chest and is like, no, but I'm cool. I'm going to play through the pain. Ollie, go, go after him. <laughs> Uh, Lance finds the device and Felicity's trying to walk him through dismantling it. Roy, meanwhile, sees some guys mugging someone and beats up a couple of them, but the third one has a gun and then is dispatched when Thea, like, throws a bottle at his head um, and says, I guess I have wicked aim. Foreshadowing. Dun, dun. Uh, Oliver. It did, goes, so, wait, are we, do we think she found that bottle on the street or did she bring it from the club and she's just been <laughs> sauced the entire ride out there? Found on the street. Probably found the street. Yeah. Uh, Oliver uh, makes. I kind of like, like the liquid courage approach where she just <laughs> drinks a whole bottle of She went to go save Roy, mm-hmm. but she was just like sipping on the bottle the whole time, drunken fighter style. Uh, <laughs> Oliver gets up to the roof, shoots an arrow at Malcolm. Malcolm catches it like we've been through this before, but then Oliver has shot a exploding arrow at him and it blows up in his face. Well done. <laughs> yes. That's great yeah, because finally. it shows that he learned. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, Lance cuts a wire in the device, which just speeds up the timer. He call, realizes he's 
in trouble, calls Laurel, tells her to get out of the glades and says, I'm not going to make it. Laurel is very tearful about this, but also still not really getting out. (laughs) Um, Roy and Thea are driving out, but there's people stuck in a bus. My note reads, good thing Roy spends his time kissing her while all those people are like clamoring to get it also doesn't make any sense because she went there to save roy but roy's like i'm gonna save the people in the bus let's get it on and then he's like okay (laughs) i'm getting back in the truck and leaving very little of this thread makes any sense whatsoever yeah Yeah. it's just people rushing around doing things yeah Yeah. i'm okay but so like laurel while she's getting earthquake she's carrying around a bunch of fires that also makes no sense I know, I made no sense. I, so my mind cannon was, uh, mind cannon? Head cannon, whatever. All my cannons were thinking, she's just panicking. Yeah. She's like, just, just, she's just doing she stuff. I've got to get these super important papers. Um, yeah. All right. Malcolm is choking Ollie and, as Guy pointed out earlier, threatening Thea and Moira. Oliver scrabbles around, picks up an arrow, and basically stabs it through himself and kills Malcolm. He gets it really dangerously close to his heart, I feel like. Well, he doesn't kill him. No, no, I'm saying through Oliver. Oliver gets it really dangerously close to his own heart, I feel like, no, where he stabs him. Well, yeah, John's saying that he doesn't kill Malcolm, but he yeah. believes he has. Well, so yeah, there's, there, we'll get to that in a second. Um, and he says to Malcolm, thank you for teaching me what I'm fighting for. Ostensibly, I guess, his family. Uh, Lance stops the device. No, well, he says, thank you, for treating me, uh, thank you for teaching me what I'm fighting for, but my father taught me how. Yes, my father taught Meaning me how. Meaning because he's flashback to his dad sacrificing himself. Yeah, I'm getting there. Which is I'm getting the, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what? It's okay. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Lance. Man, you're so bad at recapping. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People You're keep leaving out vital me. details. <laughs> uh, Lance stops the earthquake device, and they all get a moment of celebration. And Malcolm, if there's one thing I learned as a businessman, it's redundancy, and then falls over. <laughs> Is that really what you need to learn as a businessman? <laughs> I like that he took the time to get all that out while he was dying. Yeah. Um, I... You know what? I loved it at the time. This reading, like this time I saw it. It's was a little not... cheesy. Well, I like, like the redundancy aspect Redundancy, of it. like firing people or like having backup plans. <laughs> yeah. like... He has to like come back. I'm like, let me clarify. I don't mean <laughs> firing people. I mean, always yeah. have a backup. And... Now I'm dead. No, I don't mean like a computer backup. I mean like just have a contingency plan. <laughs> One thing um, yeah. I learned and, as a businessman is buy low, sell high. <laughs> So while this, when this aired, I, you know, clearly he was going after a lot of white collar criminals during the entire season. So that's how they chose to frame Malcolm in his final, quote unquote, final words. As a businessman. But I don't think Malcolm sees himself as a businessman. No, I think he's he's saying. He's a bit more of a crusader, right? Sure. What I learned in, in my dalliance with business. Um, anyways, yeah, it's just a weird last word, but last like, well, final sort sentence. of last word. Um, yeah. so Oliver yeah, realizes, he just won't shut up. Oliver realizes <laughs> that there's two devices. The second device goes off and basically takes out a whole ton of the glades. Uh, Lance is basically driving Pelmel to try and find Laurel or running, whatever. Uh, Laurel, as you pointed out, saving a bunch of papers, gets her friends out, but is knocked out when a beam falls on her. 
Uh, they say the damage is mainly on the east side, so Oliver goes after Laurel. Tommy gets there first, lifts the pillar off, and gets her out, but then the building collapses as Laurel <laughs> escapes. Ollie goes in the back door and finds Tommy, and he's like, yeah, we're going to get you out. Everything's great. We're going to get you out. But he lifts off a pillar and realizes that Tommy has been impaled with rebar. Tommy asks if Laurel is safe. Oliver assures him that she is. And Tommy has a sort of a tearful moment of saying, like, he's become his father, which Oliver tries to dissuade him about. And then he asks if Oliver killed him. Interesting moment, because Oliver says no, which is both probably inaccurate since we believe there's a shot of Malcolm looking like he is dead, right? His eyes are... His eyes are open and his face is down in the gravel. Slack, like, yeah. So dead. Oliver yeah. is in this moment lying to Tommy. However, he's not because Malcolm's not dead. So awkward. But he believes him. Yeah. But Ollie's lying to Tommy because he knows Tommy's going to die. And he, yes. He, does, he doesn't want him to die with a bad it's memory one of, those, of his friend. Yeah. Uh, and Tom, I don't know why they concluded why they did that. Oliver I mean, I don't know saying, why they made it seem like seem like he was dead uh that's concluded i think they killed him i think they wanted them dead uh oliver says you think that it's just a mistake i got literally one line left (laughs) yeah go ahead no mistake no i think at the end of the season malcolm Mullen was dead i'm gonna debut to space oh oh, okay i'm gonna dispute that Uh, we'll talk about that one minute if i'm um so oliver says it should have been me uh and he is very upset that tommy's dead in the flashback the whole episode starts basically with us seeing Robert killing himself again and before Oliver wakes up. Uh, the missile is ready to launch. Oliver cuts himself free uh, and then Shadow and Slade uh, and, you know, stabs that dude. The missile gets fired. Oliver is basically, you know, looking for Shadow and Slade in the chaos. He finds the bow. Um, uh, they, oh, sorry, flashback. They fight. Uh, he has to reprogram the missile launcher, uh, which is weird because apparently Shadow knows how to do that. And this missile apparently takes a super long time to get to that plane. I guess it's pretty high up. Um, and so they... Uh, yeah. They it doesn't look like it's that high up. <laughs> yeah. It, it was, yeah. It was the reprogramming that got me. It was like basically yeah. you just pop in a different Nintendo cartridge and all of a sudden... Yeah, it's exactly. Back. And it comes back and gets <laughs> right the you want home base. It's a good which, thing. Yeah. It's a good thing that Shadow knows how to do that. Um... Then Ollie looks for Shadow and Slade, finds the bow. Slade's alive. Um, Fires shows up and has Shadow. Ollie draws down on him. Uh, Slade or um, Fires asks, are you prepared to sacrifice your freedom for her? Because he can get him a boat off the island. And Oliver, in answer, puts an arrow through Fires' neck. (laughs) And Slade looks pretty proud of him for that. Uh, And I believe that is the last we see of the flashbacks in this season. Correct. So Pretty let's good. discuss the Malcolm issue since I think that is a good question. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know that he's supposed if he's supposed to be dead or not. I felt like there was a scene where he comes back to the rooftop and finds him gone, but I'm clearly imagining that unless that happens in the second season premiere. Well, uh, no, yeah. it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. And also, yeah. if they don't go back to it, uh, I saw. Because I was up way too late, uh, I saw like most of the first episode of season two. Yeah, so did I. Which I think you did too, right, John? Yeah. Yep. Because um, we snuggled up together on the couch, <laughs> and uh, then we fell asleep. No one invites me sleep in each other's arms. On. But um, uh, and while Berlanti watched silently. Yeah, Berlanti. Yeah. Berlanti tucked us in, which was nice of him. <laughs> Considering you've all the pretty, things that we've you've done, got him pretty well trained. Anyway, yeah. long story short, uh, <laughs> they keep saying Malcolm's dead, but uh, 
obviously there's no body or they buried him and the league dug him up. Somehow. Well, I guess, yeah. So the, you think that's what it is? He, he got, he got, uh, Lazarus I, I am pitted? okay with him not explaining it. I don't care. It's yeah. Fine. I mean, it, well, at this point it's a little late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't see yeah. him until it looks like we don't see him. But I him. think it's, I think it's weird. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, Oh, the guy's dead. Um, and then, you know, he waltzes back in later. Well, we don't see him until the second to let the penultimate episode of season two. That's not true. We learn, dun, dun, dun. we learn in the episode where I'm just looking at forward, but in the episode where Moira's on trial, she learns that oh he's alive, um, because he gets her yeah off, he's in the he's in the car right yeah 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 okay well a year from now you can call me out on being a liar <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know if they just decided I'll write he was, that note he was too <laughs> good yeah thanks John I don't know if they decided he was too good a villain that they just did not want to dispatch him that quickly I mean I think he's yeah he's too good but. I think they wrote an awesome season one. I think yeah, they set out to I be agree. like, hey, look, we're going to yeah. do an amazing season. Let's just do it. And they, they did. I mean, they had the luxury of knowing that they were going to have, like, they set out from the beginning, clearly knowing where this season was going to end up. And I think that they, you know, fortunately got a full season order, which let them actually do that, which was nice. Um, yeah. And this is one of the few things, like, there's definitely some filler episodes in this first season, but I think for the most part, they do a really good job of teasing out these threads over the course of the season. Like you could have done this in a 13 episode daredevil style thing, but I feel like there's not as much breathing room then for the characters to really develop and for us to explore. Even the filler episodes have something that contributes to the, to the overarching narrative. Yeah. Right. And then the flashback stringing those together as well, really like, and the flashbacks are done pretty well this, this season. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> I like that. I like the, the first I think season. The problem flashbacks. is they, the problem in later seasons is they don't take their time as much with individual scenes. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so they end up with too much extra time, and then they fill it with stuff that you know, people running around redoing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Take it nice and slow. There's so many of the scenes in this that are amazing that are just yeah, nice and slow. I mean, I don't feel like, like I need as much exposition. Like the exposition is, well, particularly when you're watching it back to back. But yeah, that's the one thing I think. Okay, well, we don't. I don't really need that. But like, just like slow scenes with characters doing stuff that's not necessarily advancing the plot, but is building characterization. Yeah, like like that one that we kept gushing over, where uh, uh, Ollie was chasing um, a guy that had been selling Vertigo. And he was just mm-hmm. running on the rooftops and running around the oh, docks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, right. It takes so long. It's oh, awesome. yeah. The, when, he, yeah. when he catches the guy who's uh, the captain, who goes, yeah. becomes a police captain later on. Really, really <laughs> yes, turns exactly. his life around. <laughs> well, he, he changes, he moves cities, and he gets killed first. So It's you know, his twin that, brother, you guys, come on. Yeah, I'm sorry, his twin, yeah. yeah. But, or, or the, um, the one, that, the, the other scene that we just couldn't stop talking about, uh, where Ollie is trying to find the uh, the subway car. Where uh, oh yeah yeah he's running around and he's running around the city. He doesn't like, know that it's buildings. A car he's going point, over yeah. roofs. He's like right right yeah more parkour. So Come on yeah it's it it doesn't move the plot so much but it adds character gives you something to watch and yeah, yeah well the determination of him doing all of this crazy stuff right builds his character makes you believe in it having him deliver a speech. A little bit less so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what if it's on the roof of a car? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that apparently gets you the magic to defeat uh that whatever, that guy from uh, Star Trek eight. 
<laughs> he was. He was a Borg. He got Borged, and that's how he got his magic. Yeah, it makes sense. Totally makes sense. Um, I, I, you know, there's a lot. There's a I lot. I just got it. I just got it. It's, it's, it's a slow burn of a joke. That's what I'm saying. Take your I'm time. Just, well, the problem is I'm not used to referring to that movie as Star Trek Eight. Yeah, I think that's the problem. First contact. Yes. We're talking about Damien Dark, by the way, right. for the, yeah, the yeah. kids at home, not playing <laughs> for along the readers. The for the readers game. at home, right? Um, this, I mean, this is a very satisfying finale. I think I agree with that. Like, yeah. I feel like this season is much. This and the following season are very tightly plotted. Um, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. there's a lot to recommend them. And and you know, I think in the next season it starts building out the world a little bit more. Uh, whereas this season. We are very, I mean, and it works in its favor in this season in that the action is kind of limited and a little tighter in terms of its focus um, because we have such a good threat. Um, Next season obviously goes a little broader and also, you know, changes the rules of the game a little bit more, Um, but it's still very solid. I mean, I think it has perhaps what is one of my favorite moments in the entire show. and this yeah. season, though, I think is, you know, it's such a strong start for this show. And I think it's probably the reason that we all kept watching. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't agree with you more about season two. I think it's great. But it is, it resets the table. Uh, the first scene is Ollie running through the woods like we saw in season one. Uh, I think that happens in most seasons. Maybe not season three. But um, but he's on the island again. And they, uh, uh, Felicity and Dig parachute onto the island to come and get him and he saves him from a bomb and but the <laughs> it's called city of heroes and it really is about expanding yeah arrow into you know being like a more of a not a show unto itself but a part a DC of a, like a larger universe show yeah, yeah. And, you know because barry allen gets introduced in season two yeah and they, they, start, they start. They reference. They reference that right at the beginning. Yep, because they talk talk about the Star Labs accelerator. Yep. So they they didn't know where they're going. But I mean, season yeah. one. Well, and even like so in season tight. one, where they reference. Yeah. I mean, they talk about Sarah being possibly being alive. Yeah, dropping yeah. hints there. It seems like they're they might be building toward that. Yeah, I think they've got a lot. I think they put a lot of irons in the fire. And uh, yeah, I guess they that's did the an idea. amazing job. See what, season one, see like what it landed it. If it had only run for one season, still would have been great. Yeah. Yeah. Probably five years later, I still would have been like, hey, you guys want to go do a dumb show during the summer about like season one, like this one season of Arrow? That one season of Arrow? Yeah. Probably <laughs> oh, would have been okay with that. Universe. <laughs> yeah. Probably would have been okay. I mean, hell, we started in the middle of season three. So, yeah. I think we could have probably talked ourselves into doing season one. And we did eventually. It just took a lot longer. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, but the t-shirt should be out. So I hope everybody's received the t-shirts by now. <laughs> yeah, that'll be when we recap the, the the parts of last season that we missed. Yeah, right. Exactly. We'll have to come back to that. Um, mm-hmm. So, w- any notes on this episode? Thoughts about the season as a whole? I mean, we talked a little bit about it, but like, are there any other things that we? Uh, want to discuss it's a you know it's a little right like not a lot not a lot of it makes sense but it's still a good episode and people do (laughs) people do things that people 
should do. <laughs> I like I like a lot like I like Lance having to team up with Felicity uh and I like I like the phone phone call he makes to uh our mutual friend to Laurel. Oh, well, oh a, yeah, our mutual yeah. friend. Yeah, a, yeah, when Ollie calls up and he's like, "Look, our mutual friend." I love I, the interaction between uh Felicity and and Lance when she's like, you know, she turns around and she's like, "Look, I used to think he was a criminal too, but he's clearly willing nice to speech, sacrifice yeah. a lot." Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And, and I like I like that when Ollie makes that call to Lance, like he looks at Felicity like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to tell okay? him who you are, essentially, and she like yeah. gives him the nod. Um because yeah. uh, I because yeah. they had just believe- they had just completely denied it in the previous <laughs> right. episode. Yeah. But but I I like if I think if she would have said no, he wouldn't he would have found another way to do it. Yeah, exactly. I mean there's there's a respect there. The it's, team is getting built out, and it's just really having more connections between the characters, like we've been talking about, really helps add to the richness of like this feeling like an actual world rather than everything revolving yeah. around Oliver. Yeah. Also, I feel and like I Malcolm love- gives one of the better like we're not so different you and i speeches which is always the case but he really feels well, he like he doesn't explicitly say it yeah and that's the point like he's, he's, he's got him chained up and he and he's not torturing him not killing him he just wants, he him, just out wants him out of the way yeah just wants him out of the way so he can get his stuff done you can't stop it the, the vigilante can't stop it and one day i hope to be able to convince you that this is the right thing <laughs> meanwhile uh hang out here <laughs> literally i've left i've left some snacks you can't have them yeah. but i will have my thugs feed you yeah i thought it was great um yeah. one of my favorite things is that uh and i have i've said this so many times by the show uh ollie does not succeed here right yes he mm-hmm. saves that is half critical. the problem because they doesn't Batman really, it and like solve everything. They He's really like, frame it like they have won, which is one of the best mo. Uh, that I agree. That is a high point of yeah. this episode. Yeah. Is that they're like because we know what they know and we think we're uh, in on it and know everything, but no. And and that can feel it, like a yeah. cheat sometimes when you have some some piece of information that is withheld from the yeah. audience and is yeah. sprung on them at the last moment. But the it works here because a it makes sense with Malcolm's character and b yeah. it. It's just as, because it's just as much of a surprise to them. I mean, and I think somebody's mentioned this once. Uh, I was going to a panel about writing stuff, and um, somebody mentioned, you know, coincidences or things like this or surprises are. It was uh, it was our best friend uh, John August on his uh, script notes. Did show. he? I I've, maybe I haven't heard that, but it's. I think oh, it's okay. probably John and Craig were saying that you get like basically one coincidence. Movie. Oh no, not that's not what I was going with. I think it's the idea okay. that when you have something like this, if it's something that helps your characters, it feels cheap. But if it's something oh. that puts them in further danger or more problems, oh, you get yeah. away with it because it feels like the sta- you know, it's raising the right. stakes. Oh, it's yeah, it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. like a Deus yeah. Ex Machina, right? Like it's a right, it's the opposite of it's that. It's the opposite, right? Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought you were good, <laughs> but there's something you didn't know. And so I feel like and, that really and, works here. I, I agree. And and while we were making fun of the particulars of Malcolm's line, it was good exposition to let us know that like, oh God, of course he thought of of course he thought of this. Of course he had a backup yeah. plan. Yeah, this is Why bigger than him, right? He's, like he, he's been way ahead of the game the entire time. Of course he put two of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that works really, really well. 
And unlike and unlike Adrian Chase, who will tell you all year long that he's way ahead of you, <laughs> he yeah. waits. He waits until the very end when there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, he's good. Malcolm is amazing. See, I, the one I thing, see, the one thing that I didn't get is like what. So Felicity stays in the in the bunker thing, um, which is in the glades, yeah. and yeah. you know, basically she's she's in danger. Except they still get <laughs> Lance to go defuse the bomb. Well, it's like she could easily, just as easily. I mean, if she's going to not leave, there's a difference why between she it go being, to use the bomb? There's a difference we're between gonna, being, We're just going to risk twice no, the number no, see, of people. I think there's a difference between her being in danger and it being a suicide mission. Because, like, if you're standing next to that thing when it goes off, <laughs> you're just dead. 100% so. dead. Like, they felt like at least, like, all right, there's a chance you're going to be in danger here, but you might also be fine. Whereas, like, <laughs> if anything goes wrong, Lance is probably toast. Yeah, and Lance does keep it i mean he uh, he basically figures out he's gonna die and calls laurel but and reassures her but then even manages to diffuse it uh from what we've seen of felicity so far uh she may just fall apart on the scene and i think more to the point not not true of the character in over other seasons but i think so far i think that's a safe bet even more to the point i think is the idea that lance as a cop is someone who is willing to put the city above himself i was and, just about to say that yeah, yeah even let, though felicity the, the older cop that knows exactly like he does that all the time he's often in danger right, right? even well, though felicity has signed up for this crusade like it's not the same thing. it's a slightly it's different thing from yeah. like putting your life on the line and i think he yeah. realizes also now he's been suspended right like he feels like well you know i've still gotta like do follow my code essentially and my code is telling me this is the right thing to do yeah, it really feels like Pike should have unsuspended him right quick when Moira backed up his story 100%. Yeah, it kind of does, although oh, yeah. I think it's just like him dealing with the vigilante. Like, it is a kind just of damning. There's other stuff to do rather than... Well, like, Mike, Pike points out like more damning is like, you've been talking to vigilante, but we put you in charge of catching him, which is kind <laughs> of a problem. <laughs> like, I'll give yeah, you that. If, like, yeah. you, if you knew a, like, a murderer and you're like, I want you to catch this murderer, and it's like, yeah, but that murderer is totally <laughs> turning me on to other murderers, I think you would still get in trouble. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that a season of Dexter? Feels like it could have been a season of Dexter. <laughs> Is that the whole point of that show? It could have been the whole point yeah, right, of Dexter. Right. But yeah, and another thing I like about this show, or at least this season, uh most of the characters, if not all of the characters, have understandable motivations. Pike pulling him off the off the case and suspending him makes sense. Yes. Like, of course you would do that. Why would you not do that? He's been clearly, he's clearly compromised. Yeah. And now he's coming with some cockamamie story about like destroying the blaze, which, you know, sadly turned out to be true, but sounded crazy. It sounds, it sounds, yeah, of course it sounds crazy. You've got, you, you know, you're worrying about like your, your latest crime numbers going up or down and you got to go talk to the commissioner. And this guy's like, guess what? There's a superhero plot. No, <laughs> shut up. I don't, I, I want to I wanna watch that show. I want to watch the Pike show where like people keep it's, bothering it's, him. It's, it's like the wire. Yeah, he it's thinks the he's wire, in the wire. Except every now and then yeah. somebody comes in and it's like the whole city's going to get irradiated. No. <laughs> yeah, like Pike thinks he's in the wire, but like everybody else is like, no, we're on this other, we're on fringe or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But and secretly Stringer Bell just goes and saves it every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Because he's, because he's Heimdall. That's exactly. Heimdall. That's exactly. 
He's uh-huh. Luther too. He's just Idris Elba. He's Idris Elba. <laughs> he's amazing. It's just yeah. It's just actually. It's just Idris Elba. It's just Idris Elba. Yeah. <laughs> Tim and Colin Salmon are teamed up. <laughs> I would. I would, I would watch, watch that, that hell out of that show. That show sounds amazing. And you could and you could put Lance in there too. You could just. Oh you know, yeah, like, that's right. The yeah, Br- it's like all British, British crime crime story. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, um, where's True Detective South London? <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that. All right. So, any last thoughts? Um, I guess we'll do our our uh, our review. Even though I th- I'd seem I think like we could get we could get actually conclusion. we should get twelve twelve um, biffs here because we got to we got to do a, we got to do on the season, season as well. Biff. Okay. Yeah. All right, guy. Episode episode rating and season rating. Biff and then biff. John. Emphatic biff. Emphatic biff for the season. <laughs> biff biff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going biff pow biff. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, That's a all, record. I don't. I don't think we'll. I don't know that we'll ever uh, uh, top twelve biffs oof. in a. In well, an so I do know that um, people gave up on season one a bit. Like they, they. I think they didn't like Thea, or they didn't like Laurel, or they didn't like the way stuff was going. But well, a lot of people just uh, don't they like loved the show. season two because it was more <laughs> superhero-y and then went back and saw season one in in a different light. Uh, mm. I just think it's good television these yeah. past three episodes you have to have watched quite a bit of the earlier season to understand the characters but this was just good tv this is tv that i would not be embarrassed about yeah yeah i, I agree i think i, I mean agree this is and I, I like, show, so i mean there's obviously some degree of but at like, this point it's, it's but at silly, this point it's but, still at this point it's still really down to earth yes i mean for the most part you know earthquake machine sure but um we don't we don't have, we don't have bomb spray yet we don't have, i mean we don't have like people flying around and suits yeah. and stuff like that um i agree so it's a little bit so, uh, yeah. I, I like that about it me too but, and in I some mean, ways it is uh it it takes uh, batman begins and yeah 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 does it right, does it right. again in some yes. ways but it does yes. it differently and it's yeah it's good it's just it's just good tv i can convince people to watch this show based on Certainly, anything that we gave a biff to, I think we could take a random person and kind of convince them that, like, oh yeah, you're not crazy for wanting to watch this show. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, and I, and I think what impresses me is how much that's been the case from the beginning of the season. Because there's definitely shows where yeah. you've watched it's yeah. like they have an uneven start, and you're like, nah, what are they doing here? And certainly, I didn't watch this because my thought, you know, from the first season when I heard they were doing this was like, oh man, another CW like superhero show where like the template was like smallville and i watched a little bit of smallville but that show went on for way too long and yeah, 10 seasons felt incredibly ridiculous <laughs> um yeah and so i never really I, I kind of didn't love you know the idea of them doing another show i kind of rolled my eyes at and it wasn't until later on i think when i saw like oh john barrowman's in the show and like you know other people who had been on the show and and i feel like going mm-hmm. back and watching it especially when I watched it all in sort of a stretch the first time through and this time, I'm impressed with how how settled the show feels from its very first episode in what it is. Um, mm-hmm. There are adjustments as the season goes on, and most of them are for the better, but not like, there's not a lot of like walking back stuff from the early episodes. Um, there's no, a, lot a couple more, of like, missteps, like maybe maybe the count and maybe Huntress stuff, but but even so, yeah. the, the show knows what it is at that point. Exactly, it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't execute a hundred percent on all of that, but like it doesn't ever seem to apologize or like you look back at the pilot and are like, oh man, 
like they totally reworked that right like about the closest i think we came to was saying like oh yeah remember the housekeeper who never shows up again spoiler is actually showing up again yeah god i'm so happy (laughs) i find that hilarious but it it also shows their conviction in feeling like we can do this callback to a thing from the first episode that we kind of abandoned because we still feel like overall it makes sense and the show do you think she's going to show up in flashback I no, I think a, she's going to be Ollie's house sitter. Yeah, babysitter. Uh, babysitter. For, for I think that is also. Yeah. I think that's what's oh, going to happen. Oh, oh, yeah, I think okay. that's going to be the thing. Like, hey, I yep. need somebody to look after my kid, and yep. you know, you looked after right. me. Exactly. So, right. I think that's a hundred percent. My understanding is that's a hundred percent where it's going. Okay. But it, it, it's fine. Okay. It makes a certain amount of sense, and I'm sure they'll have some yeah. hand waving for like, oh, you retired after I came back or whatever. But I'm right. right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, um, we kept paying you, but you just never had to come to work because we've got adult <laughs> children now. Whatever. Right. Yeah. It was either that or make Dig babysit. Uh, Dig would be an okay. awesome babysitter. I feel like that would be so much fun. Dig would and be. He's yeah, going to learn. Like William is going to learn yeah. so much. Yeah, but in so after so we watched. I'm really glad we, that we rewatched this season after season five because in many ways season five is a bit of a love letter to the competence of what season one was Mm -hmm. they wrote a good show and they know it and it you know built the back of what's now like a small empire Uh, a fair amount of it goofy and certainly not of the tone of season one of arrow but you know they did a good job and and the fact that they reached back even to the you know they got stuff that we forgot about um Mm -hmm. robert uh, his his yeah robert queen like killing the accidentally murdering the guy um initially during season five i didn't want prometheus to be a bad guy calling back to some random person in season one but now after having watched season one that makes a lot of sense to me yeah there are casualties along the way right like it does make sense that somebody would be really pissed that the vigilante killed their family yeah i i i like it in it just speaks to the quality of uh or at least the consistency of, of the writers to respect what they did right and, you know, maybe try to avoid where they've gone wrong in some seasons. Yeah, I agree. This is very solid. Um, so all this to say is uh, maybe we uh, cut Berlanti loose for yeah, a week. We should, well, we should let him get prepped for next week's um, uh, <laughs> season of, six uh, premiere. Season six. Because yeah. we will be back Well, then. actually, we have a small uh, format note uh, we're going to be talking about the in- Inhumans from now on. <laughs> uh, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, right. I well, I haven't seen it. I um, actually so. haven't seen it. I've just heard bad yeah, things about I'm it. Sorry, I'm really sorry. I, I should have seen it before. Not, I did not get. Yeah. That I just memo. knew that would get a laugh. That's I said. I said through. I said through uh, Iron Fist. I think I've done my time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whew, yeah. I didn't get the memo on that, so I'm going to have to take a breather. <laughs> uh but yes it's we, just me perfect just also, also yes readers um, not, not true but we're aiming to be back <laughs> to talk it. about season six next week which uh will kick off yeah. uh we don't know exactly when but keep your keep yourself tuned to our paper delivery uh mm-hmm. and we i guess you know we'll talk uh next summer when next summer rolls around after season six is done we'll talk about doing season two flashback yeah i'd love that yeah. I, I really would because what I would like in my life is to remember day to day five years from the date so that I could learn the lessons I learned then every day. That's what I want. That's important. That's the only way you'll ever important. learn. 
Yeah, that's well, the true superpower. I hope you don't learn too much about sacrifice today. <laughs> I well, gave I someone else my muffin at the coffee shop, and I really feel like <laughs> okay. I am prepared. Hopefully, hopefully what you'll learn about is redundancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought a second muffin, that's why. <laughs> Always have a second muffin. Always have the second muffin. Uh, all right, we're going to wrap up. Any last thoughts before we do? No. All right. I'm, I'm glad I could be here. Oh, wait. Together. Two things. A, oh. long, long live Biff. Mm, long live Biff. Uh, so B, say, so say we all. So say we all. Exactly. Uh, Was there a B, or were you just going to decide uh, to like never mind. trail off? No, I wanted up. to... Uh, I, I, forget, I managed to lose the link because I'm an idiot. But, uh, Did you need to do another sponsor? Obviously, read? major catastrophe environmental catastrophe in this episode please donate to puerto rico relief uh hispanic org is the link that i believe will uh do a lot of good for the island clearly it's been a little bit devastated and not in a funny way no so i just want to leave you on a major downer <laughs> Because oh, I love you. All. We know we know our Biff Book Club people, <laughs> yeah. our readers are very dedicated people, and you know they like this show because this show is about heroism and about ultimately doing the right thing. So I yeah. think that's something we could all do a little bit more yeah. of in our real lives. Exactly, big and small. Be a Biff. Be a Biff. Be a don't Biff. Be, don't be an Alex. Be anyway. a Biff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, can't wait to talk to you guys again. Like, man, season six. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm jazzed. jazzed. I'm ready. It's gonna be. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. All right. Until then, let me thank my co-host, John Moltz. Thanks so much for taking this long, strange trip to an island with me. <laughs> thank you. And Guy English, thank you for showing me what I'm fighting for. <laughs> Dan, you are a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Well, until we see you next week, I guess, uh, thanks for reading along, and uh, we'll see you then.